0: Welcome to another episode of Get Your Shine Shinebox. Not an advice show, not a movie review show, but just the terrible radio is being exploited right now for <laughs> no real sensible reason. I don't even know why I led with that. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with
1: me? I don't know, but I love it.
0: I'm love sure it. you do. Sales, well, sales, no, sales, Oh my God, no kidding. Monster truck. <laughs> yeah, so I don't
1: know what's going on. I felt like I paid for the seat, but only used the edge.
0: Well, there you go. So how you doing, buddy?
1: Uh, not too bad.
0: Yeah, not yeah. Not too bad. Oh, you know? stress. What's going on?
1: Oh, you know, it's, um. Yeah, it's it, us get into your week. It's always just like a stressful time of year. So this is sure. a Halloween week.
0: Oh, which means? Like um, it's the costume pressure, right? Like you're really yeah. feeling it. What are you going to come up with? I'm waiting tomorrow with bated breath.
1: Oh, what I'm going to dress up as. Yeah, oh, I, oh. I'm digging out an oldie. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to recycle yeah. some piece of shit. I'm I have total, nothing. Yeah. I wanted to
0: do a Nandor so bad. Oh. Like I really want, you oh know my what? Oh God.
1: So good. I, I, I would I, be I, I, Guillermo. I
0: think about the voice. Like I'd love to get the voice down and
1: I just I oh got none of it god. right now. Yeah.
0: If you did that, I would
1: I would throw on a cardigan and I'd be Guillermo.
0: I <laughs>
1: that would be amazing. One we'll have to that figure it out. That's so we'll, <laughs> funny. Seriously. So um
0: the Geeky Dads brought this up the other day. They were sort of yeah. talking about like the one where Nandor drinks blood from people who are taking drugs and oh, yeah. he thinks he's a wizard. He's got the pirate on a his
1: fucking head. Wizard. <laughs> <You're> kidding. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so good. Oh
0: my god, that show is so funny. I um I kind of didn't get I've seen the movie a couple times and I, I like the movie. And then I, I inadvertently recommended the series to a friend. Cause I've been watching when I travel sometimes, like mm. it'll be on, on FX. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, and it's pretty funny, but you actually have to watch it in sequence because yeah, it's such, it's so self-referential. Yeah. And so I watched like something from season one and something from season three and then something from season four. Cause that's the way like they don't do them in sequence on FX. They just kind of yeah. throw on random episodes. Okay. So I was like, fuck. Anyway, so I started watching it sequentially and I'm like, I'm just loving it. It's really good. Oh,
1: it is brilliantly written. Like, and the the cast are just so tight. Yep. Yep. I fucking I I cannot think of anything I don't like Matt Berry in. No, no,
0: he's a funny dude. He's so funny. His delivery is awesome. Like again, it just takes me right back to Garth Marenghi. Oh yeah. Uh, Because he's just (laughs) so (laughs) hilarious.
1: (laughs) So good. Yeah. You're my best bud. Yeah,
0: he's so funny. Yeah, he's got lots going on.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, so
0: costume pressure. Yeah, so your um, tell me about it.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good. It's been, um, lots of, uh, um, work stuff. So I've been in, like, Cochrane a few times. Right. Kind of thing. And so lots of travel and, uh, things like that. And, but good, good kind of busy. It's just, um, you know, we're getting down to the crunch. Jules has, like, four weeks left of school before, like, uh, Christmas break. Yep. So looking forward to that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Other than that, you know what? It's just little stresses and things like that. Sure. Getting paid and such. You know. You know, it's a little stressful for <laughs> sure. Money's nice. Money's nice. They but, say. Um, yeah, but the you know the kids are doing good and they're they're pretty happy with their uh, their <laughs> costumes. So Indiana wants to go as this really obscured kind of uh, enemy. Kind of. It's oh. more of um. It's attached to the Five Nights at Freddy's universe. I think it's called the puppet. The puppet? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it's it's mostly like kind of like black bodysuit, long fingers and stuff like that. This is cool. Okay. That's fun. But the mask is pretty intricate. It's got like black eyes, but like a big wide mouth that's kind of like sure. dark. Terrifying. Terrifying, yeah. you know, and kind of thing. And so I've I managed to find a mask that was kind of like it and I spent... 5 days kind of shaping it, crafting. Oh no.
0: It. I already and, hate where
1: this is yeah. going. <laughs> and she tried it on and she's like, "Oh, I like this." Yeah. But then um she had some friends over and uh, she tried it on and the friends were like, "I don't get it." And so she's like, "I hate it now." Oh no. Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. Farts. Yeah. So damn you nerds. Like damn <laughs> nerds, but but Kids, right. Yeah. You know, what I'm going to do is or what she did was she ended up getting some white face paint and uh and she just like slapped on a clown makeup, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, and that seems to work, and so
0: oh, whatever. Hey, you know what? It, it, if she's happy and she's owning it, then that's yeah. that's pretty good. Still, there you
1: go. Good but um, yeah, tell me about you. What's um, <laughs> what's going on? Oh god. Well, <laughs>
0: speaking of like, yeah, stresses. So um, we're going through a reorganization right now, and there's no details, and everyone is all like game theory in their heads about. You know, uh, let the Hunger Games begin. Like it's (laughs) oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So seriously, like, and so I was sort of mentioning this to you before we started recording, but I'm like, you get in your head and you start to think about all the things that you kind of left on the table or all the other negative things that people could potentially find about what you do or how you do it. Like I picked a kind of an obscure fight with, well, not a fight, but I defended a position, um, with like a kind of a superior of Mm -hmm. sorts. And it was a bit contentious and I was like, uh and so I talked to my boss and I was like, hey, I kind of need you to back me up on this because I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to clarify, but I'm going to totally offer options and I'm going to find some compromise. And I was like, hey, I, you know, we can't do this, but we can do this, this, and this. And it was like, nah, no, nah, it's got to be my way. Uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, so in corporate speak, it was, I'm not aligned. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So here yeah. we go. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, so t- tried to go over my head and then it didn't work. And now I think that there's a little bit of like you know what? I mean, it's part of the job, like to, to yeah. not always agree on things. Yeah. Um, and, but there could be a little bit of resentment there. And so then you start to go in your head, like, oh, like what's happening? Uh, Is there like a whole like backstabbery going on? And it, which yeah. probably isn't, but even if there was, I mean, you can't control it. And I did the right thing and I kind of clarified my position before I did it. Like I didn't go in cavalier. Yeah. But anyway, all those things kind of come to your head. In the interim, yeah. What uh, from a parenting front, um, kids are doing okay. Like Julian uh, played football on yesterday, so we went to go watch him. He, oh, his poor team got creamed. Uh, but it's also because like they, they, he's kind of the younger end of the, of uh, sort of the age range. Yeah. So they do two teams, an older team and a younger team. And he's part of the younger team and they just got <laughs> massacred. Uh, but it's okay because last year they, they gave out the cream uh, and destroyed a bunch of younger <laughs> players too. So it, it kind of goes in cycles. <laughs> um. So he's doing okay. Um. And yeah, I, I mean yeah, it's hard to kind of characterize what the relationship's like. Cause he's a teenager now. And so yeah. he can be a bit more aloof, but we still like have like good connections and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then things were are Okay. But um, yeah, just like, so the kids are on their tablets a lot and they're on yeah. their phones a lot. And so one thing that I'm really seeing is the marks are going to shit. Uh, like, so Laura was trying to find a form for Brie and then found like a bunch of tests that she's gotten oh, back. No. And most of them are like total fails. Like, you know, oh. uh, 20%, 30%. Like, and it's, if we spent more time kind of working on studying and stuff, we could, we could do more with it. The problem is I, it's really hard for me to, to get involved and correct Yeah. because whenever I, whenever I intervene with her, it's like, it's always taken like I'm picking on her
1: ah, Okay.
0: and it's not the case at all. I mean, it's the same thing I would do with either of the other two kids, Yeah. but it just, there seems to be like a little bit of an overcompensation on this. So. I find these marks and I'm like, Ugh. and I'm like, I sort of talked to Laura. I'm like, Hey, did you, did you talk to Brie about these? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, you know, I'll get to them. And I'm like, Ugh. it's, and so it's not going to happen. And then, uh, I just, I, I don't want them to ever look back and go, shit, I could have spent a couple extra years yeah. and just really put, put the effort in. And then now I've got like a, a clean runway to what I want to do in, in the future. Mm-hmm. Like I can have a nice life and kind of do the things I want to do. And, um, I mean, it doesn't seem like that when you're a kid, right? Like every yeah. moment is like, why oh, why am I, I doing know, this? And this is terrible. And I totally get it. I'm just like, it, it's a really tricky balance in trying to be an authority figure without being too much. And then having to like defend your decisions with Laura. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. She's only trying to advocate for her daughter. I totally get it. And I, I don't, I don't want it to be weird, but it's yeah. just like, we, we do have to be a little bit firm with them when they don't, Yeah, you know, do stuff so it's just anyway this is the conundrum i'm up against so yeah yeah, if i have a job i could be a (laughs) stay-at-home parenting dad and then you know that'll have lots of time to just kind of you know really be in your trap on that so it's i can't wait for those opportunities to come anyway uh so what's the movie this week what are we talking about today
1: yeah okay let's leap into this let's um let's have a little fun you know what we we watched it twice, <laughs> I think, because we we got a little boozy the first time. But um, yeah, I yeah. love this film. Of,
0: we, we watched this one on what, like a Wednesday?
1: Yeah. And honestly, that
0: next day, I was just like, bah, yeah. I, I was dusty. Gee. Yeah, it was not good. One. Yeah, yeah, it was same. really, really rotten. But it was super fun to watch.
1: It is. It's And, and you know what? It's funny because watching it on the second time round, I wasn't like, uh I was actually like, oh. Like, picking up more and more nuance. Yeah. And so, I really love this. Uh, no, really, but I really love this film. Uh, so, the film is... Uh, Ali- Alien, Alien. yeah. Yeah. Some really Scott, Scott. Uh, re-
0: Early film for him, a relatively yeah. early. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, this is a time when science fiction was actually starting to pick up a little bit more uh, as, as prestige.
1: Yeah, that's right. Like, yep. uh, just after Star Wars, people are interested in kind of space drama, and they're like, ooh, give us more action. Give us more... Um, you know, chutzpah, chutzpah—more fun and and lighthearted space adventure. <laughs> no kidding. And really went. Hold my beer. No kidding. <laughs> Let me turn up the dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a terrifying film. So yeah, uh, the first time I watched this, I yeah. only watched part of it. And it was mm-hmm. as a little kid in mm-hmm. Fort McMurray in mom and dad's bed, like with a waterbed turned up to like a billion, <laughs> and on this little black and white bedroom television mm-hmm. they had. Mm-hmm. And the scene I remember, and it's the only one I saw, and it was the last scene I ever needed to see, <laughs> was when you know the alien bursts out of Cain. Um, out of cake yeah. yeah. And I was just like, "Wah!" Like I was fucking terrified oh. of this. And I'm like, "Shut it off! Shut it off!" And oh. so then we flipped another channel, and then it was The Muppets or something, and which yeah. was. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Much more relaxing than that was, but it was, it was like, fuck, this movie is so scary. It is. And it took me a long time to come back to it.
1: Well, uh, you know what? And, um, it's funny you mentioned that if if I think about all the, the, the kind of nightmare fuel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but no, if I think about all the nightmares I've had Mm -hmm. and I think about like, oh, what is the content of those nightmares? The majority is the, the alien, the Xenomorph. Yeah. Honestly. And I think for me, it was more the, um, aliens. Because that's, that's kind of when I got into it, was through Aliens, and right. then I saw Alien afterward. Right. But um, just, oh, like the isolation, the pacing, the human tension. And it's funny. The one bit of, I won't jargon the trivia. I won't shove the trivia throughout this whole thing. But that's the fine. one piece of trivia that I love is when John Hurt, was hooked up to the prosthetic and the alien was bursting out. Yep. Nobody knew what it was going to look like. Jesus. So all those reactions are like genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Holy.
0: Could you imagine having that happen? You do like, okay, I know what the scene is going to be about. And I go, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, They did a really good job with a lot of very practical effects in this. Yeah. Like even Ash, when, you know, his head gets knocked off and, you know, he's kind of spitting out goo and stuff, but you're just like, (laughs) it's amazing. Like how, how well framed that was and how clever it was. I mean, it's an old trick, but I I think they did it really artfully.
1: They did. They used a lot of really good practical effects, you know, so it holds up, man.
0: Oh, totally. This is a great film to watch. And what I liked about it too, is when, even when I watched it, you know, years and years ago, it was always on VHS. Yeah. And it was so cloudy. Yeah, like you know right. it was always just like it's like Snowy they were chain smoking during yeah. the whole like, <laughs> recording so you never really see it it's got kind of more of a shadow yeah and i was like oh well maybe the clarity will take away and diffuse some of the tension mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. a little bit it's mm-hmm. still just as tense and just as um mm-hmm. yeah engaging as it's always been so mm-hmm. for sure yeah it was great to rewatch it oh yeah so i want you yep
1: to give us the synopsis okay. here
0: hold on Got it. So, so there we go. So <laughs> so stretches. That was
1: your bones, your brittle bones. <laughs> That's it. You need more milk Too much milk <laughs> Yeah, God. So um, you, uh, this is a. It's. I don't know. It's not a really long film. It's not a long film, but it's got a slow pace. So that I would like does. you to honor the pace. So slow. I'm going to be generous, okay, by giving you three minutes and forty five seconds. Got it. I can do that. Let's do it. All right. Set the clock. Yep. Here it is.
0: All right. So uh, what's really great about this film. So, mm. you know, the credits start to roll out and you can sort of see that it sort of builds into the, the alien oh, and the yeah. name and stuff. And it's cool. Yeah. But what I love is the space feel. And we, yeah. you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, like uh, the cachet of Star Wars. Yeah. But this is where I feel like they utilized a ton of what was kind of accepted now, like the slow pace. Yeah. The intricacy of the spaceship. Like it was
1: massive. And just oh, like yeah. the detail was incredible. Absolutely. That model is fantastic. Yeah. And the, um, you know, the effects of it in space look amazing. And it is, they they really take their time kind of showing the the uh, grandness of this, this ship. And what's cool is it looks massive. So you think like, oh, okay, well, there's, you know, an alien could be on there for months. Oh, I was going to say, it's it.
0: like space apartment buildings, like all <laughs> over four corners and stuff. And they've yeah. got like a little like central playground that
1: they all come together and like, yeah. Skip and like (laughs) throw jacks. I don't know. But it's, it's a mining ship. So probably 90% of it is like storage. storage. Yeah. 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 But what I I have this written down, I'm
0: like, there's a mix of the lived in feel of the rebels with the scale of the Imperials. Mm -hmm. Like it's like big, like Mm -hmm. what you would expect them to have, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's, it's very much like, you know, uh, very lived in and very analog. Yeah. And they use that analog feel. Obviously it's like kind of a technical restriction just based on the time of where yeah. the tech was. But I feel like they integrate the analog really well, like in the cameras and yeah. in like the visuals that they use. Like it's, it's really nicely done anyway. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. I feel like they ripped off Blade Runner because his tech is so like, like, oh yeah, same director, dummy. Yeah. Like yeah. fuck. It's, uh, but yeah. it is, it's pretty cool. And then, you know, when you
1: finally see everyone come out of their hibernation, yeah. they're all in loin class. What do you think that's about? I don't know. I think that, um, what is the minimalist kind of attire for cryo? Cause that it must've set the stage. Cause every time there's a movie that has like any, any kind of cryo yep. stuff in it, people yep. always are in their skivvies. Well, right? either so, that or like, you know, you would,
0: you'd sort of expect like more thermal regulation. Like if you have yeah. exposed bits that are, um, like different sort of level of heat, that yeah. would be uncomfortable or that would be a reason to wake up. Yeah. So I, I feel like there was something they were trying to kind of nail with this, or there was something trying to uh, like imply.
1: That's a, Good question. Maybe maybe that um they want to just eliminate as much restrictiveness in case you thrash in your cryosleep like you you don't want to kind of get tangled up. Potentially, but or... you're
0: more likely to get caught in a diaper than you are in like a bodysuit, right? <laughs> like so anyway, it was, true, just, it, was, it was just really yeah. strange. Like it was an interesting choice.
1: You know who who did it well? Hmm. And this is just about the only good thing about this film is um the I think it was the 90s, the Lost in Space film. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah, but with Matt LeBlanc. Oh, I know. Uh, and uh, uh, oh, and, I know. and William Hurt, who I can't stand. Why do you hate William Hurt? I can't stand him. He's so lazy. He hurts your eyes. The, William Hurt. Okay, think of anything him. where he is not William Hurt.
0: No, I mean, he's always the same. But I did like him in Dune. Like, there's stuff that I like him in. Uh, like, the series.
1: Yeah, he was, okay. he was still William Hurt, though. Yeah. There was no range. He's got no range. Probably the only thing I'm actually kind of like him in is... Um, into the wild. Do you feel like he's Bert? Like if he was a hand puppet, he, he is. could be Bert. Holy shit. He's Bert. <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's all he is. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, pretty robotic. He's I, yeah.
1: He's not my fit. but okay. um, anyway, Lost in Space, they actually wear like these regulated bodysuits suits. That yeah. accentuate their sexy bodies.
0: Well, guys. think about Avatar too. It's kind of like that where they wake up. They're not really, like, mm. yeah, it's, it's not really like loin I get it. I sort of feel like there's something there, but anyway. Yeah. Um, mm. So everyone wakes up
1: and yep. they, like, <laughs> breakfast of like food and cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, Yafit Koto so and Harry Dean. Oh, I know. Smoking. Hey, uh, There was a lot of smoking. I love Yafit and, and Harry Dean, man. They they are the mutton Jeff. They're awesome. A little yeah. bit of social commentary built into that too. And we've sort of talked about it as yeah, we were watching yeah. the film. Like
0: yeah. everything's about profit sharing and you know, yeah. everything's about money. And, you know, I think it's a bit of a statement on capitalism that, mm-hmm. you know, um, is trying to get alluded to a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting to see that. I was like, huh, you know, well, is this something that Ridley's kind of aiming at?
1: And that carried into the other films. You oh, know, definitely. Regardless if they're good or bad, that kind of that that the the capitalism is still very very much alive. Well, look is... at Ripley;
0: like she couldn't really get a job or actually yeah. use her position until she, you know, kind of agreed to what the yeah. corporation's terms were. That's right. And it was all just about like you know getting back into mm-hmm. uh, her shares and and you know having that corporate, uh, I guess, recognition after you know be, basically being put on trial. Oh yeah, uh, for the destruction of the Nostromo. Yeah.
1: And so they've yeah, I love the uh it's cereal and yeah, cereal and cigarettes. Basically what they're eating. Um so they're kind of waking up and they're checking systems. Sorry, I just wanted to mention with uh, a Yafet and Harry Dean there, yeah, is um they're they're essentially the mechanics. Right. Right. What's interesting is this there's there's so much complexity, like so many different moving pieces. Can you imagine being, being that, that person in charge
0: no. of everything? They are so beholden to those two. Like if yeah. they chose to actually revolt or not do the work, they would be fucked. They'd be fucked. I think it's, an, a, you know what? They're the two most useful people. And it, we, we've talked about this when we were watching the film too, but Parker's the only person who's actually got good intuition about what to do. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who says like, freeze Kane. Don't let him wake up. Put him in, in stasis. Mm-hmm. And that would have been like a good move. Or he's like, uh, you know, don't go out there. Like he's, he's very, he's super practical, but no one yeah. listens to him because he's con- considered like an underclass.
1: Well, and, and it's because he does himself no favors because at any yeah. opportunity, he talks about the shares, yeah. right? Yeah, so. that's true. People so just get tired of hearing him. That's it. So they blow yeah. off his uh, advice. Yeah, that's true. You know.
0: Talk to me a little bit about Mother. Because yeah. what is with the lights in that room? Like, it's <laughs> this is the same problem we kind of had when we were watching Escape from New York. Yeah, yeah. It there's, is, there's no it,
1: purposeful electronics in no, this whole thing. No, no, So I, I do like that they go into this room to commune with Mother. Yeah. Uh, and only certain people have access to go and uh, talk to Mother and, and do the computations, mm-hmm. which never actually work. I think every single person who goes in there to be like, Mother, let's work this out. Mother's like, I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah, does not compute. Does not compute. Cannot calculate. <laughs> like, just, what do you fuck. You do, Mother. Yeah, but like, this is like, it reminds me a little bit of like, like, you know, generative AI right now, where yeah. you need to know the right prompts or else yeah. you're not going to get any sort of like anything you're looking for. So I think you really need to know how to massage Mother. Like you can't just go in blind. No. You uh, can massage Mother. No. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, I yeah. Miss. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I mean, though, is you have to oh, know, yeah. like, how to work with the tech. And if you don't yeah. know how to work with the tech, like, much like, again, generative AI, you, you're yeah. going to get shit. That's it. So, what I think is interesting, though, is that Skerritt's supposed to be the only person who, you know, really interfaces with Mother. They get That's the call. Right. They, you know, this is the signal that comes in, and he kind of figures out what he needs to do. Yeah. But, like, Ash has understanding from Mother all the time. Yeah. This should have been a hint that there was something more to Ash than meets the eye. True. Does he drop... He says it's like, yeah, you know, mother thinks that we should do blankety blank. And you're he like, does
1: speak for mother. Yeah, doesn't he does. He? A couple times. And you're just yeah. like, hmm. Well, it, and you could excuse that, that he is the science officer. And so he needs access to that data. Sure. But did you see how like
0: Ripley had to like pop out an eight track tape and move stuff around yeah, just to get into right. the room? Yeah. So, I mean, what's Ash doing? It's yeah, yeah there's something there. That's kind of cool. Probably actually, could have been yeah. a bit of a heads up. Anyway, yeah. I, I also like the idea that it's a mother, not a yeah. father. So it's uh, maternalistic, not mm-hmm. paternalistic. Yeah. And what is it about like a female presence in tech? Because she is malevolent. Yeah. Like she has a completely, she's very directive. She's mm-hmm. very logical. Yeah. Um, and normally you would sort of attribute those things to being more like a masculine characteristic. Like often, you know, uh, men are supposed to be calculating and, mm-hmm. and kind of thoughtless and, and m- mothers are supposed to be more nurturing. Yeah. And this they sort of flipped that a little bit. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been, could have been different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought it gave it a cool feel to it because you're supposed to trust mother. Yeah. And in this
1: you can't. You can't.
0: She has ulterior motives.
1: So in Alien 4, uh, the AI is father. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, which I'm sure the director was like, oh, wow, look at this commentary. Lately. I'm amazing. I'm flipping the script. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> the Take that boys, boys love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Let me just wipe the jizz
0: off oh, the screen. Registering yeah. their discontent on the internet like seconds later. Oh,
1: and you mentioned this. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. This is total tangent. Yeah, go. Um, but uh, we'd be remiss. But mm. uh, I do want to do a shout out uh, to our our good friend, our brother, uh, Ross Smith. Smitty. Smitty. Yay. Happy birthday, guy. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Hopefully you listen to this. You will be uh, quizzed. Yeah, then we've got a, a,
0: a six-part uh, <laughs> short answer, long answer thesis that you'll have to defend. Exactly, uh, and so it's just me interested. We're just gonna ask you shitty questions. Yeah, chances are though you're gonna kill it because yeah. you are one hell of a smart and wonderful human being. You so
1: are. We, we love you, and we miss you. We do. We okay. do. We have a quiet tolerance for you. Well, <laughs> that, that's what the whiskey's for. Exactly. Okay, so anyway, um, okay, they get it. Uh, Tom Skerritt figures out Dallas that there's yes. like an
0: emergency. They get they head in. Yeah, uh, they have to land on the planet.
1: Well, first they realize, and this is a big thing, is that they realize they are n- not in earth space. Oh, this is it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they, um, they figure that out and they're like, what the hell? Like, and so. Went oh, back to the shares again, because yeah. they
0: kind of threaten, like, Hey, what if we don't go? And they're like, if you don't go, yeah. you forfeit your shares. And then suddenly like the two, you know, grease monkeys are all in.
1: Yeah. So it's neat that they, they kind of like layer in the motivation. It's like, yeah. we need your buy-in because you're going to get bought in. Yes. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's interesting to, um, to see that they, they don't want to, like their first instinct is like, no, fuck it. We're not doing that. But then they're obligated to do it. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. They
0: are. And I mean, you know, of, of course there's like uh, lot's going on with it and they, you know, you eh, know, knows how to push the right buttons. Like oh, he knows how yeah. to kind of work them a little bit. And again, it's that whole share discussion.
1: Well, it's almost like an encyclopedic kind of knowledge. Yep, one, one could um,
0: say. There's mm. a bunch of, again. So, so as they're landing, so they yeah. decide that they're going to go. They get all set up. Uh, Ash is like one of the pilots. I think he's a navigator of sorts, right? Because you could see him. He's just like, mm, yes, uh, we we managed to get nailed reentry like yeah. a human would. Like, just <laughs> uh, I mean, I am a human. Yeah. Like it, it's so funny. Like, don't we
1: enjoy humor? No yeah. kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah.
0: So anyway, perfect landing. Yeah. Except, what's what's up with the fucking landing gear? Mm-hmm. Like it's so fragile. It's so funny, but I love this idea is it that Fabergé. It is Fabergé landing gear. Yeah, so it's like it's ornate. It's beautiful. <laughs> also, those fucking weird Christmas lights that are dangling. There, oh like, yeah, someone just strung those things on. Like that was Parker and Brett <laughs> just like total drunk. drunk like yeah. woo, yeah. We, we, we did were the Pong lights. when we yeah. land. Yeah, beer pong. Like
1: yeah. Was... Anyway, yeah, the landing gear shatters. It's super weird. Yeah, and that's what oh, so just screws up. So it's neat because the. The ship, like, and I really love this. This is awesome attention to detail, yep. is the ship enters the atmosphere, and they're going down, and, and from outside, the ship looks smooth as a bird. Totally. Right? But inside, it shakes around, and that's kind of neat, because that's the kind of effect you wouldn't see that that jostling um, as much outside of it, but internally, it was a massive shakeup. Yeah, so they land, um, the landing gear kind of lands a little askew. It like twists its ankle. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's apparently a, literally fucks an Achilles the heel. entire yeah. like, ship. Oh, it does. Like <laughs> gas
0: is going off of oh, course. Yeah. And like, it's, you know, uh, yeah. like the whole ship is
1: destroyed effectively yeah. based on that one landing gear. That <laughs> one landing gear. It's amazing. Uh, so they land to investigate. They, yep. it's a signal. They can't determine what the signal says. Nope. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And so, um, It's really up to uh, Parker and Brett to fix everything, right? So they get to work. Yep. Uh, At the same time, they've landed near enough the signal that uh, Dallas... um, So it's
0: Dallas, um, Kane... Kane and, and uh, Lambert. Lambert. Yep. Uh, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert.
1: Okay. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> Alien. Like this no it yeah. does not work. But well, it's <clears> funny. I was listening to the three Geeky Dads today oh. uh, talk about Sleepy Hollow. Oh. And they were talking about how much they hate Casper Van Dien. Oh and, <laughs> well, fair enough. They have every right. Yeah, that's, they that's have a good right. call. That's, but that's they solid. they talked about Tarzan and they were trying to talk about the best Tarzans, but they uh, they didn't talk about. And Lambert. I was actually shouting at oh, the no. radio. They didn't talk about the Lambert oh, Legend of Grace. He looks like an ape. He does. He's, like he's got that brow. Like oh, yeah. he's
0: like, for sure, he's a primate.
1: Oh, like, and I think I saw that before I saw Highlander.
0: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, Highlander was weird because it. Um, It was on Super Channel a lot, like so. Super Channel is like basically like the HBO of Canada, yeah. And so it used to rotate tons. Like I remember being at Curtis Otterdahl's house (laughs) and like being in his dad's like sex den because it was all like leather chairs and like weird mahogany and just like I don't know, like a masturbatorium. Like there was like a (laughs) lotion dispenser and just Kleenex on demand. Like it would just come through the like air conditioning. Like sure. Anyway, it was it was wild. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure that (laughs) like Super Channel was like the only channel that you know, Curtis could get on there that wasn't yeah. like blocked out. <laughs> yeah. Cause of just, yeah. You just sort of put it in between channels just right. You can yeah. get like a little flash of boob or something, but anyway. Yeah, Cause uh, the
1: code was like 6969. Six,
0: nine. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I, 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 we used to watch it on there all the time. Like it yeah. was in constant rotation, but it was just kind of like. One of those films that was like pretty popular, that's right. But if you weren't kind of around to have access to it, which we never did, we never had like good cable, we always had like four channels, yeah. And then, like, yeah, the VHS, though, was like a small (laughs) Buick, just like this massive (laughs) carbon fiber. Like,
1: oh, I know, god, anyway.
0: But, but yeah, if you didn't have access to it, and I did because I had a friend, but at home, we never would have, so it makes sense that we probably would have rented uh, Greystoke, yes, before we would have seen Highlander on a regular rotation, yeah, yeah, I think so. So anyway, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> where were we? Tangent ahoy. Yeah. Okay. So yes, uh, uh, basically they start to work on the repairs. Yeah. Uh, Ripley comes down and there's more talk of money. And you know, Ripley's kind of like ordering Parker and Brett around and they're like, yeah. oh, let's go take 25 hours. Yeah. And it's really going to take like 17 or whatever. But yeah. Um, and then you kind of see them walking around. Like, so they're outside. They're making their way to where the distress signal is coming from. That's right. And uh, you can it, see that low tech again. And I think it's cool because it's something you would never see now. Like, you yeah. know, you, there's like a tracking almost. Like, you know, it's fuzzy and the lines are going through and it's like, that's, right. that's their idea of kind of the signal being disrupted where, you know, as we move into sort of modern times when you don't have enough signal, it's just yeah.
1: it, everything pixelates.
0: Yeah. So it's just, it was neat. I was like, oh, this kind of makes me feel like uh, it was familiar to me.
1: Yeah. it's It's lived in though. Like everything yeah. there looks lived in. So like a blasted landscape. Yep. I think Ash makes an awesome comment. He's like, Oh, but there's uh, we're an hour away from sunrise. That'll help, and like sunrise is nothing. No, (laughs) no.
0: But action Ripley are uneasy right from the get go. Like there's some sort of tension there the entire time. Yeah, and what's you know. Ripley asks questions of Dallas later. Like, how well do you know Ash? Like, I don't trust her. And so she's always kind of like, there's a suspicion there. Like, her instincts are really good, but it doesn't kind of kick in until the end. And she does make the right call about quarantine, but we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Anyway, so. um, They travel about. Yep. There's those giant, like, protruding horns coming out of the ship. Like, it's like, almost like a statue has fallen. Yeah. Kind of sticking out of the earth. It's really cool. Like, it's got a very, like, epic feel. Like, you feel like whatever... Society created the aliens or was transporting the aliens.
1: The uh, well, they are the engineers. Yeah. And, uh, we got to see Prometheus, the ship, yeah. fucking like roll like a fucking donut before blap. it lands. Uh, blap, blap. uh, yeah, but I love the anyway. H- HG Geiger feel like, the, yeah, you know, that everything is like so cool
0: and they so must have organic. spent a ton of money on trying to do that initial original design. Yeah, those sets are incredible, like, and they have point,
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Can um, I also make a
0: quick comment about uh, Skerritt? Yeah. yeah. So we talked about this a little bit, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we think about Hollywood at this time, you know, uh, everyone in Star Wars was smooth, clean shaven, with the Mm -hmm. exception of Alec Guinness. Mm -hmm. Tom Skerritt's got like a full kind of beard going. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because I think that was a character choice. Yeah. Like he could have tried to work on his sexy a little bit more, could have been like more youthful or tried to like play -hmm. that part of it. But he just kind of leaned in into like being like uh, mature and kind of... I don't know, more lived in and rugged. I actually really like this idea. I like it too. Especially as a captain, yeah. right? Like you would think like a captain of a ship, but yeah. he's just a guy. Like he's like a, he's a toiler. He's a guy who's like out there doing the job. Yeah. Um, you know, he's in the trenches with his people. He's like one of the first people to go out, you yeah. know, on this retrieval for Kane.
1: Yeah. He he reminds me of uh, Ed Harris in the abyss. Like, like he's in charge yeah. of everybody, but he's like, he's more on their level. Yeah. He's going to make some hard choices here and there, but more or less, he's just like a working schlub.
0: Well, and even when King gets like infected, he's like, no, bring him in. Like he's, he's kind of fighting for his, his folks. Yeah. And it's, it's really Ripley who's kind of, you know, more protocol, more by the book.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they find an entrance into the ship and they start looking around and I think they almost immediately get to that one area that has the engineer in the armor in that like massive gun looking thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Control chair or whatever it is. Yeah. So they look and they're investigating and they, they kind of comment on, um, just the, the size of them and, and the, um, how long it's been there. It's yep. Kind of rotted and things like that. Totally. Uh, and then Kane discovers a hole. Yeah. In the, um, in the deck and, and, starts to, it goes and there's down. a hole like, like, uh, sub level, yeah, sub level there. Yep. So they, they rig up something to drop him down there. Totally.
0: This is interesting too. Like when you go back to Ripley and she's back in the ship. Yeah she's just watching the ones and zeros on the screen it's like early matrix i thought that was kind of cool like she she could somehow parse some sort of information from all of this like again i think that the um the technical understanding Mm -hmm. of of computers and, and these things were supposed to be like another language that everyone would know, I think in the future.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, actually that, that would be, yeah, exactly. A language we would understand. We'd be able to de- de- decode that. I, I wonder if this was sort of another thing
0: that came out of, um, like Ridley Scott working on Blade Runner, like where, yeah. you know, you've got these little sort of sub dialects and you know, we've got cultures mishmashing together. Mm-hmm. And so this was sort of an understanding that like, you know, in the future these things would all become known or, you know, you just get immersed in them in a different way. Mm-hmm. I like that he was kind of thinking future forward, like what, what kind of things are going to go and not that the Blade Runner universe and the alien universe are in any way linked, Mm -hmm. but I just think it's cool. Like he was, he was trying to give that like lived in feel to it in a way that some people didn't really give, you know, they would sort of say, okay, well we're in the 1980s. So we're going to take like kind of eighties esque terminology or whatever and try to transplant it. But this was neat. Like it was like, okay, well let's think about where we're at, where it could go. And let's sort of assume a few things. I just, I, I like the idea that he really put more thought into his films.
1: Yeah well and and the way that we would interact with it and incorporate it into our lives yeah. like to your point um, e- even in like like blade runner like uh, decker doesn't understand even uh, some of the vendors like the food vendors and right. stuff like that like that, yeah just like like if you if you're stubborn and you refuse to go with the time you're going to get lost totally kind of thing but um, ripley does she and, and she specifically tackles the signal with the help of mother she's able to do what Ash can't, which is interesting Mm -hmm. and decode most of the message. Right. Yeah. And discover that it's actually not a distress call, but a warning. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. So back on the alien ship. Yeah. What's going down?
0: So you're, you were back on the alien ship. Yeah. uh, uh, Kane is doing his investigation. Mm-hmm. There's like a light mist, like there's a smoke, and mm-hmm. it's probably just from them smoking. And they've already pre-populated this whole thing with fucking cigarette smoke.
1: He's got a cigarette in his
0: <laughs> spacesuit on well, that little top puffer thing on the top of his like <laughs> oh, yeah. helmet, where they're like, like to sort of blow out air.
1: The giant bong.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a hookah that, that yeah, they just travel around in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's walking through. He yeah. sees the mist, and yeah. he's like, "Huh, that's interesting. It seems to emit a signal whenever I break." Break the line. Yeah. And then he falls, of course, like stumbled, <laughs> oh, stumbles right into yeah. it. Whoa. And, then, of course, and then, no getting, I think it's, it's John Ritter. The yes. Yeah. And he burns his hand. No kidding. and he rubs the paint. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looking over, and it's Frankenstein coming out.
1: He's kidding. trying to like tap Abbott. I was thinking it was more Norbert. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> Gets his hand caught in a window. Oh, <coughs> God. Yeah. Anyway yes so anyway uh, he, he
0: does he sort of he sees yeah. movement in the eggs and he's kind of freaking out a little bit and you can sort of uh, sort of yeah. he, he's kind of trying to react to it but he never leaves Like he, he just hangs out there
1: he sees movement something organic yeah like if you saw like around. a giant
0: testicle that was like wiggling something <laughs> around inside you'd be like oh shit this thing's yeah. gonna blow like I don't even want to know what's going on
1: oh no and that testicle's getting ready it, it splits apart yep and uh, a whole lot of like fleshy mucus and what's the first thing you should do when you see this like Pulsating fleshy egg that just opens. Well, up. don't touch it. That's or what, 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 what should you, uh, what, what part of your body should you push towards to, to get a better look? Well, you know, your face, like just get right in there, like,
0: <laughs> hey, wait a minute, yeah. what's gonna happen? Like, so fuck, God, <laughs> yeah, just go boom. The nice thing is, you never actually see what happens to him. Like, you just yeah, you, there's like yeah. a little shriek, the thing leaps out, and then boom, you're back on the ship. That's and right. You can just sort of see them bringing like Kane's body back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they bring it up, uh, the lift, yep. and head to the airlock, and uh, tell people, uh, Tom Skerritt says to everybody that uh, Kane, um, something's attached itself to him, yep. and we need to get him to medical ASAP. Yep. And... Uh, Ash is done by the airlock and Ripley is monitoring. Yeah. And so, like,
0: Ripley's really against this, right? Like, she's yeah. following protocol. She's like, hey, look, you know, what do you mean there's something on his face? Like, yeah. no, we're not doing this. Like, no. you know, we got to keep him in quarantine. We're going to leave him out there. Yeah. And then, you know, Dallas says, gives her a direct order and she yeah. still refuses, which is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Like, she very well could have just sort of like buckled and said, well, your call. You, yeah. You ordered. But no, she's kind of really thinking about the integrity of the crew. Yeah. Well, how. How short would this film have been if they would have stopped there? <laughs> I like, know. Just like
1: you're right, Ripley. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Well, let's just hang out. Hey, uh, how's it going, Kane? Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh God! Oh. oh. <laughs> well, that's outside. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> I'd love to meet your face. Yeah. It's <laughs> so just. just. Oh
0: man. Like just a. Yeah. That would have been. Anyway, yeah. Let's take off. Gone. Yeah. But you know what? So she gets overridden by Ash. Ash, Ash lets everyone in. Yeah. And uh, you could tell, like, Ripley's, she's pretty sticky on this. Like, yeah. if She revisits it later. Yeah. But um, they take him into quarantine, and you finally get a chance to see, like, Kane. And so yeah. Kane's got, like, <laughs> so speaking of testicles, yeah. he's got these massive alien testicles on yeah. either side of his he's face. He's getting teabagged. He's so teabagged <laughs> <Yeah>. and deep-throated <laughs> at the same time because that whole thing is right down his oh, throat yeah. trying to create air and... He's anyway. a college student. Oh. He's basically
1: the aliens written like penises on his forehead in oh, yeah. Sharpie. You bet. Yeah, he's Pirate Jim. <laughs>
0: uh, so he's he's basically space tea bag. Um, yeah, and then. Yeah, Parker he makes a suggestion to all of them. So freeze them, right? Like, this is like I said, yeah, he has the yeah. best intuition. He's like, why don't we yeah. freeze them and put them in quarantine so that we can kind of figure out what happens and we can get some good scientists on this? Oh, yeah. And so they do put them in and do a bit of a scan. They kind of shelf them a little bit, but they don't yeah. really like freeze them per se.
1: No, 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 no. They do like bare minimum kind of like, um, a PPE yeah. kind of thing. They've got like a mask on and stuff, but they scan him.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. Dallas wants to try to remove like one of the fingers, like just to see if they can actually get this thing off his face. That's right. And so, he, you know, they get the little laser saw, scalpel. Yeah. And try to saw one of the fingers off and then yeah. instantly the, the acid blood. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then boom. Yeah it, yeah, it hits the floor and eats through the floor and they start running down because they think it's going to eat through the uh, hole. Yeah, and
0: Parker again says, hey, that thing has an amazing defense system. Like, yeah. for some reason, Parker's like He's super, super on tune. top of yeah. it. Yeah, except no one's listening to him because he keeps whining about shares. You're yeah.
1: 100% right. <laughs> so he, um, yeah, they follow the acid down yep. and eventually it kind of uh, loses its potency, uh, but they know they cannot remove it from Kane. Yeah. No, and Kane's s- stuck. Yeah, Kane's stuck. And so um, they they just have to deal with that. And so they focus on repairing this ship. Yeah, so in, in the intro.
0: interim, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, Parker and Brett have managed to fix the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not 100%, but they're like, fuck it, we don't need everything to be 100%. We just need mm-hmm. to get the shit out of here. Mm-hmm. So cool. this dropship's actually super well equipped. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering they've got like a whole medical bay on the dropship. Oh, yeah. So anyway, they managed to go back up to the main ship, the big one. Yeah. The um, Stromos. Yeah, that's right. And then... Yeah. Um, uh, Ripley takes a moment to go back to Ash. Yeah, kind of questions a little bit, just sort of says like, "Hey, by breaking quarantine, you've you've jeopardized everyone's life. That's not out of the manual, is it?" Yeah. And Ash is just sort of like maybe trying to play a bit of a human angle here. But interesting, when he's done, he has a little glass of milk of white
1: fluid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't take anything
0: of it. N- no, no. I mean, I mean yeah. it's good for his bones. He's having the milk too. He's, he's having milk. Yeah. <laughs> we share this brittle <laughs> bone problem, so he's trying to right? strengthen
1: his like osteo. Yeah, he yeah. does. You know, seeing it even like back to back, um, I was really looking for cues. Right. And there are some, like like Ian Hope does an amazing job in just making Ash Just quirky enough. Just quirky enough. Like yeah. there's little things where you're like, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Huh, oh well. You know, like just weird idiosyncrasies that could be um excused from 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 him just being like really maybe awkwardly social or something like that. Yeah. But I mean,
0: if he's a science guy, he's maybe a little bit nerdy and a little bit yeah. socially awkward anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that totally plays into that maybe type a bit. Yeah.
1: But it's, it's very cool. So they have that confrontation. They, um, they're kind of getting themselves ready. And then, uh, yeah. Ash is basically monitoring Kane mostly. Yeah. And Dallas is
0: doing a little bit to try to repair this thing with Ripley because, yeah. you know, he kind of, he ordered her to do something. She didn't agree. Yeah. Then Ash overrode her. And you can tell that she's a little bit, like, tender about it. Yeah. And so he's trying to, like, pull her into It's Like, come with me, like, Ripley. Like, I think, you know, she's sort of third in command, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to make this better. And then, of course, they're like, okay, well, let's go to the lab. Let's go check on Kane. And there's yeah. no creature on his face.
1: That's right. So, um, yeah, they discover, you uh, see Kane. he's still out, mm-hmm. um, and, but the creature has disappeared. So they're going to... They're checking around. They're They're trying to find it. it. Yeah, Yeah. they got their little like light bright, the little scanner thingies. Yeah, that's it. You know, looking around for the creature, and um, uh, eventually it kind of drops down onto Ripley. Right on her shoulder. Yeah. Yep. But she um, she freaks out a little bit, but you can see that it's kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love skin.
1: (laughs) She's got some gold member going on, and just a little like,
0: "Mm, basically skin.
1: Um, Uh, so she, um, it falls down and then, um, Ash pokes it a little bit. It's got a uh, reflex, Yeah, but it seems dead.
0: That's it. And it's kind of oystery. Like it's, it's like a a, a shellfish or like a sea creature of sorts. It's interesting.
1: It's, it's space oyster. Yeah. Space oyster. Yeah.
0: So space herpes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Little
0: ice pirates throwback there for everyone
1: who Has never so, seen that film. Oh hopefully, you never will. Ron Perlman's in that. Oh my god! Uh, so I. Oh, you know what? I just watched the um, the 2011 Conan again. Oh, it's awful. R- well, he's the only interesting thing in that. Momoa? Film. No. Well, Momoa's okay, but Ron Perlman. Oh well, yeah, he's yeah. great. He plays Conan's dad. Oh yeah, Conan Senior. Oh okay, <laughs> Jonan. Jonan. <laughs> he's a he's a working man,
0: but. <laughs> Is there, is there as much, like, grinding and, like... Not at all. What?
1: There's no grinding. Fuck! Yeah. This, oh, that's the only reason I watched that film is for the grind. It I know. Like, yeah. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Rose McGowan's awful. Uh, Steven Lang is interesting, but he's underused. Like, ugh. I don't even want to get into it. Boo. Anyway. That's, that's not great. So, um... Yeah, so they, they so now Ash is analyzing the space oyster and he yep. pumps some Tabasco on it and he yeah. shoots it back.
0: Oh, it's New England. You can yeah. tell. Like th- this is something that the geeky dads <laughs> would appreciate, like a proper like, East yeah. Coast oyster. East Coast oyster. Yeah, that's it. East, East what
1: did you just say? oyster. <laughs> said East oyster. There's whiskey in. Go protein. to your corner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um he's kind of analyzing it and um, uh, you know, they're, they're preparing for hypersleep. They're yep. back up.
0: It's going to be 10 more months to Earth. So they've kind yeah. of determined now that they've got a long trip back. They're going to yeah. have one. Oh wait, actually they go back and then they get called into the lab. Yeah. Because Kane is, is awake. awake. Yeah. Fully recovered. Seems okay. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing that weird corset, though. Like, yeah, he's it's got like weird some, like, Yeah, So, what, like, what have they been dressing him up as? And then <laughs> he's got lipstick on and stuff. Like, his <laughs> eye shadow's weird and, like, a wig kind of yeah. half-turned. And yeah. Ash is just licking his lips. Like, it's That's very it. strange. On
1: his ass, there's, like, Brett was here. No kidding. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. In the... Anyway, so he, um, yes. <laughs> so, so he says like, uh, before we sleep, I need food. I'm yeah. starving. Well,
0: and he's also had like nightmares about smothering and stuff. So obviously yeah. the experience is kind of ebbed into his subconscious. Yeah. yeah. So for sure. They decide they're going to go have like a nice big meal <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> kind of, then everyone can go to bed. Dallas is paying for it. So this is interesting too. I guess like on these, on the ship, yeah. you're actually getting meals dispensed and you have to pay for them individually.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Do you remember, do you ever see a passenger? That's uh, a, no. With Chris Pratt? No. Okay. It's interesting because that's the concept too, is that um, depending on what um, uh, class of passenger you are, mm-hmm. you only get certain meals mm. and stuff like that. Hey, so I think it's something like that. Well, it doesn't look like the meal that he buys them is all that shit hot. It's anyway. cereal it's like, again. It's yeah. fucking cereal it's Cereal
0: and like some weird noodly spaghetti yeah, kind of like right. thing. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great.
1: No. So, um, Kane is, is chowing down and they're yep. all laughing. And if you look closely and, and I, I wish I noticed this but I didn't. I saw this actually from uh the alien fan page. Ugh, yeah. Cheating. If you look a little closer, yep. uh, you see that anyway. What's up? Uh, that the beer that they're drinking is um Wailing IPA. What is that? Uh so Wailing Neutani is the company that hired oh. them. Yeah. Interesting. So it's just really good detail. Like, even on the beer cans, it's like weyland Utani IPA.
0: Interesting. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. That's
1: Ridley Scott, man. Like, the detail is insane. Yeah, he's just, he's a very thoughtful director. Like yeah. A, yeah, anyway. So they're eating away, uh, they're having some chow, and they're laughing and joking and stuff like that. And then suddenly, uh, Hurt starts to choke a little bit. Like, he's he talking does. away, and he's like... Yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, it's very gastro-sounding. They make yeah. him chew on a spoon, because they're like, hey, what the hell's going on here? He's like, having he seems a, like he's really having a some time. sort. Yeah, yeah. And then... That blood spurt, the first one, the just first like, one, just oh, and you could take everyone, just stops, stops, like it was. It's really cool. If those are all like uh, reactions that are honest in the moment, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. That that's yeah. would have been shocking to them.
1: Oh yeah, and it's, just that little blood stain. They're yeah. like,
0: what? The fuck? So, tell me about this now, because yeah. I think you commented on it, and it was the first thing I was thinking too. The minute the alien pops out of the chest, oh, yeah. what were you thinking about? Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Like, <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I, I was like, oh my God. I, this, that part yeah. has ruined uh, it. I know. And it's iconic now. Like, I can't not think about it because he does. The alien kind of looks around the room like he's yeah. about to, like, assess the audience and then does a little show for <laughs> the them. Top, top, top hat to
1: <laughs> And then Kane himself, like, in Spaceballs goes, space yeah, he's like, oh, not again. I know.
0: And Look, hey, Mel Brooks is like shameless in Spaceballs. Yeah. Like, there's lots of stuff where you're just like, ugh. Yeah, but, but that one's that he owns that one really
1: well. Absolutely. So, um, the if and and the whole scene is so violent, yep. and frenetic. Like it is, it is disturbing. So no wonder that scarred you right in it your, was, it in was your, intense man like, yeah a thousand think. degree waterbed well this
0: is it like i'm used to watching like again uh i don't know sesame street or stupid like, or like
1: manimal yeah or gi <laughs> G- joe uh, greatest american hero
0: oh seriously <laughs> like the most pedestrian of all films yeah. like there was nothing this dark but holy shit yeah. that opened up a whole pathway of thinking that's oh, for sure
1: yeah well what wait till we do uh another really dark film uh condor man <gasps> Yes, let's yes. do Congo Man.
0: That's a great yes. film. We're doing, well, uh, well we're not going to tell you where
1: we're going yeah, next, but we've got some
0: ideas. We've got some ideas.
1: Spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it bursts Bro. out of Kane's chest. Goes
0: flying across the table. Yeah. Gone.
1: Gone. A- and, and and there again, actually, Parker is the only one to react in a way to stop it. Right. Had he killed it, same yeah. thing.
0: Like, so, Parker, hypothetically, could yeah.
1: have ended this film. Oh, yeah. Five times. <laughs> at least. At least five times. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Yeah. Peter Parker. He's yeah. like, I don't know. He's Spider-Man. He is. But um, he did. He had a fork. He was ready to stab it. And it was Ash that stopped it. He totally did. And he yeah. would have
0: threatened him with something had he actually yeah, attacked it yeah, or harmed yeah. it in some way. Yeah. So,
1: anyway. So, so, alien escapes. It finds its way through, like, a doggy door or yeah, something. That's it. Right. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. They're freaking out. Yep. Um. And they... Um, they're worried, but they've got to take care of um, Kane's body first. Correct. So they eject it into space. Yeah, that's a pretty violent ejection. It's
0: pretty, like, <laughs> you're pretty cool too. Like anybody want to say anything? Just. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Garrett. You're the worst fucking captain. Oh, I know.
0: He's got nothing. Like he's just. Seriously. All business. Actually.
1: Yeah. I'm really high right now. I don't know. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah, away they go. And so then Harry Dean comes up with like this cattle prod weapon that they're going to use. Yes. And they've got that weird leaf blower scanner yes. that they're going to use to try to track it. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And so uh um, like
1: let's find it and let's let's kill it. Let's get rid of it. That's it. And they're yeah. looking
0: for micro changes in air density, which I think is different than the scanners they use in aliens. Yes. Like it's yeah. more of a proximity, like it's more like yeah. a, a radar of sorts.
1: But you can see pieces of that technology, like even in the oh. setup, it's the same. And so the, the grid James looks Cameron, the same. I yeah. know, I
0: know. But this is so nice. Like even like and I was thinking about the effect later on, yeah. and you don't we'll we'll talk about it when we get there, but like the, si- or the light, like the mm-hmm. signal light, like the police light. Mm-hmm. When that's flashing away, like there's so much reference back to that, including when Ripley's in her like exoskeleton mm-hmm. and this idea of, of kind of, you know, these callbacks to some of the aesthetic yeah. of alien to aliens. Like yeah. it is, it's got that same kind of feel to it, even though the tone and the tempo
1: is very different. Yeah. It's a what shared is- universe. Like you know, 100% there's, there's, together. Yeah, yeah. There's there's connectivity. Whereas number three you don't get that sense and definitely number four is no, like its own You're trail.
0: not watching a like a Tim Burton to like a uh, Schumacher. Like, yeah. you know, like a radical <laughs> change in kind of aesthetic where you're like, what yeah. the fu- what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. Am, I, There's am no, I in a coma? Yeah. There's no added nipples. No, yeah. no. Yeah. That's what they missed. The alien needed more nipples. <laughs> he needed more nipples. Yeah. I'm sure um, the mother might have had had Schumacher done, you know, just a big set of jugs and just like yeah. drag or something. Hey, like, baby. Oh, I yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> So, so they're looking around for it, and we focus mainly on Ripley, um, Parker, and Brett. Yeah, because they're they're hunting around in one area, and uh, I think it's mostly them. They're in like um, some storage kind of area, yep. and they're hunting around for it, and yep. uh, they've got a bit of a signal, so they track it down. And they're about to attack and it turns out to be Jonesy. That's right. The cat.
0: Yeah. And interestingly, the cat doesn't really play a big role up until now. Yeah. It's suddenly like Jonesy's like a crew member. Yeah. They, they, they kind of refer to him. He's got a pet name like Jonesy as opposed to just Jones. Yeah. Uh, and so what do you think they're alluding to? Who? Is, what is Jones? Why has he got that name?
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, Cause it's clearly Ripley's cat. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cause she's and,
0: invested enough to go back for him.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah. And so um, maybe it's even though. And it's kind of a deleted scene in Aliens, is that she has a daughter, but okay. maybe, maybe to her it's kind of the only connection she has to life back on Earth. I guess perhaps, or maybe or was it other. maybe a
0: shared pet that they had with with her daughter? Because maybe when would she have been pregnant otherwise? Right, like so she's out in space. Yeah, she's obviously away from her family. Yeah, maybe this is something that she took Jones, like you said, to stay connected to her daughter. That's, yeah, that's a possibility.
1: Yeah, like maybe we she's... can infer, but I feel like that's it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Anyway, there's some. There's more to it than what's obvious in the
1: first time you meet Jones. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it turns out to be Jonesy. There's some, um, some jump scares. Uh, yeah. and, uh, it's mainly Harry who kind of bones it up because then Parker sends, uh, Brett to go retrieve the cat. So yeah. it doesn't like well, you, screw up the signal. That's again. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so yeah. if you're
0: doing this change in air density, yeah. the
1: cat could, could give you a false signal. Cause the cats follow hot air. That's it. It's all cat farts. <laughs> and the cat helium. That's it. <laughs> Uh, So Harry Dean is, is in charge of hunting down Jonesy. Yep. Uh, and, uh, my, my love of cats is nil. So I'd be like, fuck it. No kidding. That cat's like an order. Smear some barbecue sauce on it (laughs) as it's running by. Like you're on your own pal. Like seriously. Yeah. But, but he gets guilt into looking for it. So the other two head off to continue to search Yep. and they send Harry to go and hunt down Jonesy.
0: So you, you tacked on this and you know, it's really, it's Mm. super subtle, but it's really great. Yeah, is that heartbeat sound that's in the background? Yeah, yeah. There's a really slight kind of heartbeat in the background. It's like, yeah, Yeah. it's it's just it's nicely keyed in, and it's you think, oh, this is a pretty tense moment, and you know it's classic horror trope to let have one person isolated by themselves and kind of do something where it seems innocuous, and of course that's the person who's going to get fucking killed. Like, there's no question. Oh yeah. So you know he's on his way. He's looking around for the cat. Everything is wet. Yeah, like everything is space wet, like space, there's space sweat and space wet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's strange. Like I, I kept thinking about like rust and what's mm. going on with all these chains and stuff hanging mm-hmm. down. Like, is this like, I don't know, pinheads, like exercise room or something? Like it's all just, <gasps>
1: oh, the horror we shall show. Yeah. You're kidding. The horror as I work on your core. Oh,
0: exactly. Like yeah. that's it. 2,000 more sit-ups. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's really creepy, but I mean, it, it's just, it's got a neat feel to it too. I yeah, don't even yeah. sure what this room is that he goes into.
1: I don't either. And then there's all like, equipment.
0: And yeah, stuff, yeah. And then there's uh, like the skin. He finds the skin. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he finds so, a little condom. A, a little foreskin. Yeah. It was a little
1: like <laughs> quick, quick, uh, yeah. But he dismisses it pretty quick and he says yeah, exactly. it for Jonesy. Oh, yeah. He does find Jonesy. Yeah. And, um, corners him a little bit and he's like, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. And in the background, uh, yeah. oh. it's cool. Like
0: the hissing and stuff and the
1: mouth inside the mouth. I thought that was an
0: interesting thing. Like, oh, yeah. cause when you see the baby, the embryo and it yeah. kind of pops out and kind of does its thing. It's got a, a single set of like jaws. Yeah. But what a cool thing to have a jaws inside
1: jaws. That's like, pretty wild. Like what a weapon.
0: This is a Spielberg. Yeah. Jaws on jaws. Like, jaws on if jaws. If, if one
1: shark is terrifying, yeah. double shark's gotta be like double terrifying. That's also his porno. Jaws on Jaws. That's it. Oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shark porn? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to need a bigger dick. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) The Moby style? (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So, um, yeah, Harry, he's going for it. And, yeah, the hiss is iconic. Like, that haunts my dreams. Yep. And just the, the amount of, like, saliva and goo that pours out of its mouth. It's all KY jelly. Yep. And it um, it it launches at Harry, but it doesn't kill him with the stab because it carries him upward. Yeah, and
0: it's interesting because the cat just sort of passively watches, like it's <laughs> and been just like, hissy and yeah. mean spirited the whole time. But like, yeah. this, if you ever wanted to know that cats are assholes, <laughs> this movie confirms it. Because he's just like,
1: eh, "Fuck, <laughs> yeah, it's not me." Right. Yeah, am hope I getting get, fed? Yeah,
0: yeah, hope you fill up on that guy because yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a total jerk.
1: So he's gone, and then it. It, I think it shoots back to the group of everybody, and it, it, you it kind of allude to the fact that Ripley and Parker tried to hunt him down.
0: Yeah, they they said that he got pulled into the cooling docks and dragged yeah. him away. So yeah, he, I, they don't think that he's dead. And then I I caught this, but yeah. Ash calls the alien Kane's son. Yeah, like he's trying to humanize the alien of sorts yeah. to make it less like a threat. That's wild. It was cool. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like he's kind of, yeah. kind of doing a little psychological chess here. Like, yeah. It was interesting. That, but again, this is obviously why he's not human. Yeah. No one would refer to this, like this killing machine as like someone's offspring.
1: Well, and and maybe he's trying to to make it more um like you said, maybe humanized in a sense because he wants to preserve it well of course well that's the yeah. thing because
0: later when the mission is to destroy it after ash is like revealed to be who he is yeah then they're just like no we're gonna kill it where right now it might just actually be a capture mission of sorts right yeah. or, or he could intervene if they capture it and then don't actually kill it so they yeah. can study it yeah but no for sure one thing i always like really respected about um sigourney weaver and ripley in this is mm. she's the first person to volunteer for things like when mm-hmm. there's a dangerous missions she's mm-hmm. in the bay she's mm-hmm. going after stuff and same thing she's like hey look I'm I'm going to go after this alien and I want to go with the flamethrower. Like yeah. I'm going to go catch catch this thing and kill this thing. Yeah. So she's really trying to prove herself. Yeah. Which it makes a lot of sense Then in the second movie where she's like, okay, well I need to get my pilot license back. Yeah. Even though I'm fucking terrified of this thing because A, I need to prove that I'm strong enough to do it. Yeah. And she's trying to make a statement, I think to the company.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what an amazing character. Yeah. But you know, Dallas says, no, no, I'll do it. I'm going to go. You're just a woman. Mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so he, he, he decides to go into the, the air shaft. Uh, see the if they can recover like uh, Brett's
0: body. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he goes down and they are uh, tracking him as well with the air pressure. Yep. Um,
0: they keep closing those metal sphincters. Yeah. The like metal they sphincters. look like really tight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But they don't totally close. No. There's always like a, a regular leakage. sphincter. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like Taco right? night. right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> much hot sauce. That's basically what's going exact, on. Exact, space yeah. sauce. That's it. Uh so he tom Skerritt's in the um the duct. He's looking for it. There's a couple of kind of maybe near misses as he's hunting it down. He's yeah. up levels, down levels. He's got his Bluetooth like jabber on. Yeah, basically. And um the worst person to get on comms is there kind of guiding him and that is um oh, uh Lambert. Lambert who's she's just nuts. like, she's yeah. he like, ah, <laughs> <coming! laughs> You're like, going to die. Holy yeah. shit. Can we have a little positive mental attitude here? You're <laughs> killing me, lady. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, he, he gets oh, stalked by he, is yeah. the Hudson or a uh, Hicks.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, uh, oh, so he's like, like, um, Paxton. Uh, oh she's yeah. She's the Paxton of this. Yeah. Like, yeah, crew. he's Hudson.
1: Yeah. He's Hicks. I'm Hudson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She is Hudson. Okay. So yeah, she's a total Hudson. Came yeah. over, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. So she's the freaking out one. And um, so scares looking for it. He's blasting fire here and there. Uh, But he can't quite pinpoint it. Yeah. And this is
0: where you sort of get the idea again that they can use three-dimensional kind of ways to track. Yeah. So the aliens are not like linear. They definitely think in sort of more space. Yeah. And so, of course, they've used like some of the air docks or other ways to get to him. And then, you know, that leap out scene, like a a jump scare. Oh.
1: Capture Dallas. And then, and gone. That's brutal. It's pretty good. You don't even need to see his death to get freaked out by it. Like, you know he's gone. Yeah. So he's dead uh they managed to retrieve his weapon his weapon and stuff like that so his body. yeah so the aliens taking the bodies somewhere um yeah what's he going to do with them right yeah. like it's not a
0: mother it's not like a,
1: a no. queen
0: so it's not impregnating or but anything but that's
1: kind of the minute manage- so i know the game right right in the in the game yeah um there's different types of drones basically sure. there's scouts there's warriors and there's like retrievalists and so there certain Aliens will go and store, because uh, they actually have like uh, poison in their tails. Oh. That kind of freezes you so that you can be uh, impregnated, right?
0: Right. But again, without a, a queen.
1: Yeah. And they're away from the planet. Yeah. There's no value in trying to store them. Well, yeah, but maybe he's kind of like hive food. mind.
0: Yeah, it could be.
1: Yeah, food or it's hive mind, where yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to keep this because a queen could show up.
0: Or it could be tetherball. Like they're back
1: in that room with it's the chains. Tetherball. And they're yeah. just like... <laughs> That's it, but but by yourself though it's not that great. Yeah, he's hosting
0: a party. He's he's Napoleon Dynamite (laughs) out out in the schoolyard, spinning bodies around. I've got ninja
1: skills. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I've got huge talents. Yeah,
0: it's anyway. Anyway, So (laughs) so uh, so, mm, mm.
1: yeah. So now they're freaking out. Now they're they're doing ultimatums, and some of those ultimatums are like let's get into the ship or the escape pod and just nuke the ship.
0: And it was kind of like they weren't certain that they were going to try to kill it. Like it's, you know, where they're using Mm -hmm. the air shaft, we're going to move in pairs, we'll Mm -hmm. cut off all the bulkheads, and then we're going to blow it out of space. Yes, obviously this is what's going to happen, but Ash is still fighting it. And Ash is still in contact with Mother at this point. That's right. And he's like, well, we don't have any definitives, we're still collating answers. And Ripley's really pressing Ash at this point, like trying to get more information. But... He's in contact with mother and she has to go through this whole process to get in there and see it. So again, there's something there. He's obviously like, he's a machine. He's tuned into what she's doing and he's basically the human form of doing her bidding or whatever the company's bidding is.
1: Yeah. I I do like that. His default answer is I'm still collating the data. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. So she goes into to see Mother. She does that sequence, like you mentioned, the A-track. Gets the A-track, yeah. The A-track. Like yeah. Goes ah, into this is the granted. room with too many lights. Put some CCR on.
0: Like, <laughs> I see bad moon. Yeah, so it's definitely, she's, she's getting yeah. some of the answers. But then they learn about Order 937. Yeah. Which is?
1: Basically, all crew members are expendable and that uh, the alien needs to be uh, preserved for study. Yeah. And then Ian Holm shows up. Yeah. Without he's, having done the A-track tape. No, or no, he's just leaning just over right her shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And And so she's like, fuck you. And she starts to leave. And he's sweating milk. Yes. Well, first she shoves him.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. She shoves
1: him into something and then tries to leave. And then he closes all the exits on her. Yeah. And then there's that, yeah, that droplet of milk. Yeah. Going down. You're like, what the fuck is that? This is super strange. Yeah, Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Do you remember? this moment when you watch this film like that's that's a hard ask but do you remember seeing that and did you understand what was going no, on no not at the time like so yeah. again
0: when i was really young i would have had no clue like i wouldn't have yeah i wouldn't have been that cognitive yeah. but certainly now like you know as you when i got older and watched it like in, in my teens i was mm-hmm. like oh shit like here we go yeah so i mean that's a nice thing to put together like as a teenager too like mm. i don't know how observant i was i mean we came from a film culture right so we were mm-hmm. we were in a group we never drank Uh, we were always kind of like being observant to things. And and it was more like a one up and ship of catch that moment. Or (laughs) did you see that? Well, I caught this, right? Like, so there's, it was a little bit more of a competition in terms of, um, finding the clues. Yeah. So I think it was probably way more attentive in my teens than I would have been when I was younger. Yeah. But even then kind of coming up with that moment, I was like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And it's, it was really, it was clicked it all together. That said. I would yeah. have watched Aliens and kind of known that Ash was going to, oh, so I would have yeah. had clues. Like, yeah, because why Ripley was so like
1: tentative around synthetics. That's right. That's right. Uh, I I prefer artificial person myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, he um he starts throwing her around like like yep. he's got insane strength. Yeah. And eventually, kind of slams her onto a table and and he pulls her hair out. Yeah. It's like, and she's got a lot of curls. Oh yeah. He rips her hair out, and she, he slams her on a table, and yep. then he slams her into, must be like, either, it's probably oh, it's, either it's Park so Parker. Parker or, or, well, it could yeah, be Brett's, Yeah, or too. Brett's. It's but just it's like porn central. Yeah. up So he picks up a sticky magazine oh. and rolls it up. And he's trying to jam it into her mouth. Well, just to give him, a, give her an infection.
0: Like, yeah, seriously. There's, <laughs> there's so much like yeah, chlamydia that's wrapped around like that magazine, that's so having gross. been trapped in space this long, so for sure.
1: And you can see her yeah, as she's trying to resist, and her just going, pick any other magazine is what she tried to say. But then suddenly she gets like some defense. Like Parker yeah. shows up. Um yeah.
0: And then uh, Lambert. Uh, Lambert is yep. there.
1: And, he uh, tries to
0: pull out like Parker's heart.
1: Yeah. He does a whole Kali Ma. Anub <laughs> Shiba, Shiba. Yeah. He does. He tries to pull out Parker's heart. Yeah. Um, but, um, he gets thrown about and eventually he gets slammed by Lambert. Uh, Lambert Parker s- hits him with the fish bat. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and then he does a
0: freak out. Like, he's just like, ah! yeah, like totally expasses. And he's like flipping around off the floor. Milk is going everywhere. Yeah. It's a total, like, it gets gross.
1: It's a milk fest. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a bukkake.
0: <laughs> like he's just getting like, <laughs> it is. It's yeah. essentially.
1: Yeah yeah. 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 Uh, there's
0: and then a then that's lot the of cleanup. Then, yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's totally it's gross. He's yeah. just, like, sort of spitting everything out, and then you kind of, like, see inside, like, Ash's guts once he kind of, like, dies. And yeah. there's well, a bunch of, like, little bulbs, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they punch, they basically smash his head off. Yeah. And um diffuse him, as it were. And then, yeah, inside his guts, he's got all sorts of these weird balls and sensors and stuff like that. Yeah. But they got to hook him up again. And this is that practical effect you were talking about earlier. Yes. Which is really good, is... um you know, it's, it's obviously a mask, obviously a mask. Somebody gets in the way of the camera to kind of steady it. And all of a sudden it's Ian home, Right. Which is cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love that.
0: It's, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So
0: yes. Um, they ask how to kill it Yeah, and you can't, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, it has no conscience or remorse. Yeah. And, uh, my last word to you is you have my sympathies. sympathies. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? He's kind of written them off. Like it's yeah. sort of a satisfaction of knowing that these guys are all going to die. Yeah, Like, yes, I'm not functional anymore, but it's going to do exactly what it's been designed to do. And there's nothing exactly. you can do to stop it.
1: Yeah. So they disconnect to Ash and they're heading out, but then Yafet turns around and cooks it.
0: Oh, yeah. It just yeah. melts that son of a bitch, which is great.
1: That's right. Yep. So now they're like, fuck it. We're going to take our chances. We're going in the escape pod. Yep. And we're going to set the self-destruct. Yeah. The self-destruct. And you brought this up because I was like, why don't they fucking go to the drop ship? Well, but it's got it's, everything. It's got a med bay. Yeah. Like, but it's not functional. I well, it, that's, and maybe this
0: is the whole thing that they did at the beginning, like to say yeah. like, hey, it's not hundred mm-hmm. percent because it discounts that opportunity you mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. So they head to the shuttle. Yeah. Which is different than the dropship, much yep. smaller.
1: But they um, need uh, resources like energy or something. Well, a cat. They need the cat. Well, but, but because Lambert and uh, Parker go off to get those canisters. Right. So well, they need, it's either oxygen or it's like energy. It's spinach. Or some sort. It's they spinach. They need spinach
0: so they can stay yeah. super strong. And that's eat it. up the alien. Yeah. When it, comes to the fight
1: because they're strong to the finish when they eat their spinach correct yeah so they um they go off to do that while ripley is arming the self-destruct right um so they've got a bunch of canisters and they're loading up and everything seems okay but um the alien pops out because they're making a lot of noise and it goes for lambert first correct finally just to silence her because she's so screamy "Ah!" So I wasn't sad about her dying yeah, yeah. other than the
0: fact that it's not great to see anyone die. Yeah. But yes, uh, they totally like, yeah, she gets killed. Yeah, yeah. Fakoto tries to come in, tries to defend her a little bit. Yeah, he's got his Rip shirt, his Kirk shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Foam rock. just smashes yeah. him, him on the head. Him. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything, no. Um,
1: but they get butchered. Yeah, and, totally. And uh, I think Ripley sees their bodies, which is the first time that the alien leaves the bodies. At least Lambert's there, I think. Yes. I think you see like her Their foot. Yeah. And then you actually
0: like, so for sure, like the tail gets used for the first time. We actually see the tail as a weapon. Yeah. 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 So they get, they get killed. And, and Ripley's trying to get to them. Yes. But she can hear their deaths. Yeah. Like it's pretty gross. Like you hear them like totally getting like fucked up over the intercom. Brutal. Not great. Yeah. And then when she finally gets there, there's just the swinging bodies because they've both been like put on the tether chains. Yeah. So, yes. They're both dead. Uh, and she needs to run, so she heads uh, down the hallway, yeah, back to the destruct system, and starts she, to pull the levers because she thinks, "Oh shit, uh, yeah. we
1: can't destroy the ship because well, I need to." Not yet, though, okay. because what what she discovers, she's also got Jonesy in a cage. Correct. Yeah, he's point, in a little, and crate. she's heading towards, and I, I this is I I try, this is what clued it in for me, is that she's heading towards the escape pod, but it's blocked by the alien. So that's why she decides to uh, try to stop the self-destruct is that she actually can't make it to the escape pod. Fair play. Yeah. And so she goes back to stop it. It doesn't work. Mother's like, fuck you. You're still going to die. Oh. (laughs) My sympathies. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, whatever. They set it off. That's on the Yeah. So, um, but she can't stop it. And so she goes to try to get into the escape pod anyway. And she finds that the way is clear. Right. So she grabs Jonesy. She like launches him a few times. Oh, yeah. Poor <laughs> cat. Like a little bit of shell shock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> got his piano lessons. Anyway, yep. so uh, she manages to make it inside the uh, shuttle. Uh, she launches and tries to get out of there as fast as possible. She still gets kind of blasted yep. by the um, the explosion. and But she makes it out of the radius. <clears throat> so she's safe. And so what's the first thing you're going to do when you've just escaped death? get into your like panties yeah. and
0: get some sleep. You That's it? Tough to at the office. Your teeny tiny panties. You can see so much butt crack. I'm like what is going on here? <laughs> like were they trying to make Sigourney Weaver into a sex symbol at this point? Because I think so. she does Ghostbusters after this. Yeah. Right? And, and then um but she never kind of hits that mark. Like I think she's too thoughtful. Yeah. She's not bimbo enough.
1: Yeah, she she's, she's be never one. Like, I'm thinking I always kind of like compare her I don't know why but to Gina Davis. Kind of yeah, because okay. they seem kind of similar. Sure, except and, for Gina Davis's teeth. Yeah, and Gina is actually—it uh, has always been sexy to me.
0: I think she's more attractive for sure.
1: Yeah, ever since like Transylvania Six. Of nine, course, yeah, <laughs> it's like a sexy vampire. Yeah, uh, but but Ripley, not so much. Like she's, yeah, it's, like you said, like she's more—I um, don't know—stronger, thoughtful. I just I don't think of her in that way. Anyway, yeah. So she gets down her skivvies because she's going to go into the cryotube with right. Jonesy. So she plops Jonesy into the cryo tube, yep. and she's getting everything prepped and things like that. And there's like all this equipment around her. Yep. And you don't even see it. It's so beautifully blended, but the aliens like tucked themselves right in there. It's really cool. Like the way that the tech and yeah. the H.G. Geiger kind of uh, design of the alien work. Yeah, it's It does.
0: It looks really great.
1: So it, it like shoots an arm out and then freaks her out and she runs over to a supply closet. And she's looking through, and she can see it's there, and it's kind of shifting about. And she's like, "Fuck, I got to do something about it." What does she do? She gets her spacesuit on, yeah, and then she tries to blow him out
0: the airlock. And what's interesting, mm-hmm. and I, I sort of thought about this a little bit more, is there's always a second skin to to Ripley. Mm-hmm. So in the first movie, she puts on her spacesuit, which mm-hmm. allows her to get rid of the alien. Mm-hmm. In the second movie, mm-hmm. she puts on the exoskeleton, and that's another way that she can kind of do this. So it's almost like that's right. She has to assume something about herself. It's like she finds a confidence yeah. or finds like a layer to her where she can remove herself as a person yeah. and think completely objectively. yeah. And then this is kind of her way of transforming of sorts into someone who is able to kind of deal with the emotional yeah. stress and yeah. the, and kind of the magnitude of, of dealing with this incredibly complex situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she gets her spacesuit on yeah. and then she Sits straps on the, herself in, into the console <laughs> and then opens
1: up the airlock and... <laughs> Why, why do you think she turns her back to it? Is it just to access the buttons or
0: what? I think she's trying to lure it of sorts. Like it makes it seem like, you know what? If you're not, if I'm not looking at you, you think I'm an easy target. Oh, maybe. So it kind of like, then it thinks, oh, okay, great. Like I'm just, it's like, like with anything, right? If you've got a predator and you feel like it, it's got the advantage, then it'll take, it'll take advantage of you. But she has that inside knowledge of, I'm going to blow you out the fucking airlock. You're going to die. So she traps it. Exactly. Very cool.
1: Okay. She blows it out, um, but it it holds on to the side, so it's not quite leaving, and so she blasts it with a grappling gun. Yeah. That reels it back in. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. And it just sort of sits
0: there and is trying to crawl back into the ship until she turns the thrusters on and just burns it to death. It just cooks it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's dead. Yeah. And then uh, Ripley reports that all the folks uh, on the Nostromo are dead. Yeah. They should reach the frontier in about six weeks. Yeah. And
1: uh, she's the last survivor signing off. Yeah. She puts herself in the cryo with Jonesy and That's the film. That's the film. That's the film. Mm-hmm. All right. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long and I got large <laughs> money, please. So let's um you know what? Uh I'm tired of really endorsing all the good businesses and all the moral <laughs> so businesses. The
0: scrape the bottom of the barrel?
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm 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 looking to actually kind of rattle the cage. All what right. I want to do is endorse a business Nick that- The Cage? A Nick Interesting you say that. Oh, oh, nice. That's I, a, a I nice setup because the business that I've decided to really endorse is really centered on illegal uh, food no and uh, they deal with rare and maybe endangered exotic. species. Yeah, exocti- Tell e- me. exotic. Exotic. Exotic? Exotic. <laughs> exotic. Is there more whiskey? Uh, No, you're cut off. I am cut off. Um, So uh, uh, kind of an underground business called Prawn Air. (gasps) Nice! (laughs) Decided to come and contact me. Very good. And they deal in illegal and endangered species uh, to eat. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're going to really enjoy the caged food. Oh, no. Uh, You're going to really enjoy sticking the uh, food into your mouth, Kuwitz. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, take Ooh. a Cusack from me <laughs> and enjoy these delicious, rare, and endangered treats. Prawn Air. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: What's yourself? Uh, Tristan? Yeah.
1: Can I ask you a question?
0: Sure. Are you tired of saggy breasts?
1: So, so tired.
0: Why don't you travel back to a time when things held in a just in the right place. And you were 100% more McFly than you are now. <laughs> I want you to go to Rack to the Future, which has the sun giving your chest a tannin. Uh, you'll be right back in Hill Valley in no time because Emmett Brown's Bodox will make your you the Lorraining champion of your local wet t-shirt contest. Go to the back to, or Rack to the Future. Nice. Yeah. Hello, McFly.
1: That's it. <laughs> Very nice. Right. So yeah. Takeaways. takeaways.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, so mother in this case is a total shit bag. Like she's yeah. the worst parent of all parents. Oh yeah. Um, but I guess the one thing I would sort of say is I hope that, and I'm sure that I would mm. have the same commitment to getting that fucking cat back <laughs> that, uh, Ripley has for <laughs> stupid Josie. Like, yeah. honestly, it's a cat. Yeah. Like, could you imagine what she would have done for her child?
1: Mm.
0: Mm. I think it's pretty impressive. So here's the thing.
1: Well, Newt, Right.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. So there's a connection and there's a, a way that Ripley does things. And I think she's one of the most morally focused people I know. And it mm-hmm. shows up in multiple occasions. Like, yeah, not only is she like a good, like sort of thinking about what the right thing to do is, like when she tries to enforce the quarantine, mm-hmm. but even her approach with Ash, like it wasn't confrontational per se. Mm-hmm. It starts off very conversational. It's like, yeah. Hey, you know, um, how are things going? What are you seeing? Oh by the way like it's it's she introduces it very thoughtfully. So mm-hmm. I think probably the best person who kind of has the big picture other yeah. than Parker who's a bit petty yeah. uh is really Ripley. And so I mean yeah. if there's anything I kind of take away from this I'm like wow. Ripley is like this interesting moral center to the ship. Yeah. But she's probably like the most if if you were in a corner and you there was no one else on the ship and you had one crew member to choose from yeah. to kind of back you up 100% Ripley. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my takeaway is like, look, fight for the fight for the right things.
1: Yeah. You know what? It, it, um, it's funny because I'm gonna piggyback on that. It's my takeaway is all about Ripley. Yeah. You know, we both have daughters. Yes. And um in anything that Sigourney Weaver does, Gorillas in the Mist, Alien Aliens Two, um, anything she does, she shows strength. Avatar. Yeah. Strength, intelligence and just badassery and and everything that is amazing you know yep and that's what i want for my daughter is to be someone that formidable yeah you know absolutely so i like that and and that's and i know it's an easy one but honestly that's what it is i want her to be just as like thought provoking and strong and and just resilient as ripley is and just You know, she stands up even in the face, but you know what? She doesn't, even when like she's overridden by Ash or Dallas, Mm -hmm. she's not like, what the fuck? Like, why did you do that? She doesn't lose her shit. Mm -mm. She goes and she has a conversation to your point, right? Like she goes and and is like, hey, let's talk about this. What she did was she kind of fucked over me. She shows the most
0: like kind of poise of anyone
1: on the ship. Yeah. I Agree. Yeah. One of the best representations of like strong powerful kind of uh, female characters. Love it. Okay. So that's, that's my takeaway. All right. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I, loved, I love that too. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Oh, not at all. I mean, again, yeah. you always seem to find like the good nuggets and really kind of put yeah. things in the right position. It's like so... It's a superpower. No, it might be. Yeah. And this is part of like your... You've got so many skills, Tristan.
1: Like, so many.
0: You know, you think about like you as a coach and you mm-hmm. as like a, a mentor and you as kind of a leader. Like, I think there's so many things that you like are doing out there to not only, mm-hmm. you know change the trajectory for your like field like for the work that you do but also for your your family Mm -hmm. so it's amazing I mean you're always kind of giving and you're always like doing and I love that I think it's incredible (laughs) could you do one thing for me
1: I'd do anything for you no amazing could you get your fucking giant box ah accept that sucker This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Hamm and Tristan Hamm. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music. Extra special thanks to the Three Geeky Dads for just being awesome guys. Check out their podcast as well. And if you want to hear past episodes, go to wherever you consume podcasts, even Apple. Bye.